Welcome to Glide Chat, where we give you the rundown of all things service now. Let's talk about the now, right now. Welcome to another episode of Glide Chat. My name is Mike Lombardo, CEO and founder of GlideFast Consulting. With me today is Bob Colson, Senior Manager of Application Development and ServiceNow Platform Owner at Gainwell Technologies. Bob, how are you today? Doing well. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. We had to reschedule a couple times, so I'm really glad we were able to get going here today. And uh, first of all, I just want to thank you for uh, for the partnership. I mean, you've been an amazing partner for GlideFast, and uh, you guys really took a risk on us and uh, brought us in as a vendor and, and really been an amazing partnership. So thank you so much. You bet. So, Bob, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got you know into IT, um, maybe a little, little high level about your career and, um, and we'll start there. Okay. Uh, been in it about 30 years or so. So I'm looking towards that retirement button here pretty soon, but, uh, <laughs> kind of spanned all over the place, uh, from, from out of college, you know, I, I came out of college right at the right time when truthfully, when computers just came out in a weird mm. way and laptops were just starting to hit the market. Yeah. And really my, my, my career pivoted more towards networking. It's when wow. network and, networking and, and that old coax to networking days started to happen. So I jumped on the network bandwagon, rode that for pretty much most of my career yeah. um, with, with companies like WorldCom before they went under and, and managed really all the WorldCom network back in the day. Wow. And then when I came over to my last organization um, as a kind of a process lead process owner, the CIO at the time uh, said, Hey, we, we, we want to put a tool, on the plate internally and stop going through a third party. Yeah. And so we did a big RFP on all the different tools and platforms out there. And, and truthfully, we came up with ServiceNow. Yep. So then I jumped on the ServiceNow bandwagon as a, as an app owner. Oh, yeah. And, and never, never done that before. <laughs> yeah. <Imagine> people <laughs> got applications. Yeah. Uh, so that was a good journey for me personally, just to get on that trail and, and did that about, I think I've been out about 12 years now. I started with uh, Geneva that date show with, with my oh, yeah. now side. Yep. So I've been at it for a while and not a, not a coder. I'm not, not a certified admin or anything like that, but I'm an, I know enough to be dangerous. I know how the platform operates. Yep. I'm um, having gone through multiple onboarding journeys. I think I've done about, 22 now if, if wow. my memory serves me correctly with yeah wow. onboarding different organizations or divisions or business units so yep. Yep. yeah i feel pretty confident and, and gone through some trial and errors to to, to learn <laughs> learn what not to do and what to do better yep and, and now of course at gainwell um gainwell is about two years old gainwell was a prior was part of dxc and dxc mm -hmm. shifted out their professional services for health and human services from a state and federal level. Yep. And so they've been supporting that for about 40 years prior, but a venture capitalist came in and said, Hey, let's, let's start Gainwell. Again, we're about two and a half years old. So we're, we're like a, a $2 billion startup in a weird way. Wow. Um, and like any new journey, there's, there's <clears throat> a lot of opportunity, a lot of moving parts, but at the same time, we're getting to build service now from the ground up, which is awesome. And that's why I came over and joined the Gainwell team. I'll tell you, you know, um, first of all, congratulations on such an amazing career. And, you know, a couple of things really stuck out. One is, you know, you seem to not be afraid to reinvent yourself um, when needed, uh, especially, 
you know, going from WorldCom, right? It's a it, little, little different now, uh, yeah. which is, which is very brave, right? And I think a lot of people out there are a little hesitant to to reinvent themselves. You know, a lot of people say that you know you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and I couldn't disagree more, right? I think, uh, especially in technology where things are changing, you got to adapt. Um, and, 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 you know, there's, there's a lot of challenges associated with that, but I'll give you a ton of credit there. And I, and I loved hearing, you know, a lot about like the lessons you were just talking about, right? Like what not to do, right? All right. We went down this path, made this mistake. Let's, let's not do that again. <laughs> you know, and you know, that goes all the way back when I was a customer over, you know, a dozen years ago, we started on the Aspen release. Um, I made a lot of those mistakes. I over customize, you know, I, had a vendor you mentioned the name actually i'm not going to repeat it <laughs> they were the, they were uh, actually my partner actually before they acquired uh before the company was acquired uh, it was it was before that but we made some mistakes together and uh you know that just shaped so much of the rest of my career of like okay now now i understand we need to follow best practices there's a reason why we don't want to customize the the platform in a bad way um, that's going to affect upgrades and there's going to be upgrades every, you know, twice a year, there's upgrades coming. We know there's going to be changes. Um, so I, that's, uh, that's incredible, insightful for our audience to really understand. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself and don't be afraid to make mistakes. Just make sure you learn from yeah. them and try yeah. not to do it again. And you, you touched on something that was pretty funny, which we all in the service now space know this, but we rarely practice it is don't over customize. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and that's, that's one of the big things I learned about two organizations ago where, where we were yes, men, we, we just kept, yes, yeah. we'll do this, do that. And, and, yes. and consumed yeah. and you're going to laugh, but our upgrade turned out to be about 26 hours oh. on that platform upgrade. And I'm just yeah. like, you know, I'm too old for these all nighters and that one <laughs> stung big time. Yeah, that's too much. And, and so I, I really took, took that one to heart and and especially now being at Gainwell where I'm getting pushed to customize like everybody, you know, we, we, yeah. we'll always customize a little bit, but it's yeah. that balance yeah, yeah. between, you know, how much and, and all that. And, and that's one thing I'm really standing firm and, and of course rattling some cages, but we all know and, and don't want to go through that, you know, 20 or 30 hour upgrade again. That's just, that's exactly. just not feasible. So that I've learned that lesson big time and, and yep. really trying to push that, keep the customization light button. Yeah. And you know, it's like, it, it's crazy because a lot of people confuse what customization is and, you know, as a configuration, we try to focus on personal personalization. So we try to stay away from both of those words, configuration, customization, just say, we want to personalize your environment because development needs to happen. You know that yeah. it, it, everybody knows that I think, but it, it needs to happen the right way. It needs yeah. to happen in a best solution model right? Where we're avoiding bad practices, right? And that's, I think that's the word customize, you know, it's those bad practices, you know, but, you know, building a custom application or a scoped application is totally fine, right? With, with the right development, with the right architecture. So that's what we try to focus on. Glidefast, we always try to focus on building, developing the correct way, following best practices, avoiding the bad ones. Another thing I lo love you saying too about, uh, you know, just being yes, you know, yes men and women, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's an art form really mm -hmm. to how you can deliver 
hey, you know what? That's a great idea. But if we do it this way, we're not going to have upgrade issues and it's still going to have the same result you're looking for. And that's really, you know, a great consultant. That's a great leader and a platform owner to, to be able to give your customer or your department, your division, your users what they want, but also keeping in the parameters of best practice. Yeah. And making everybody happy, right? Instead of saying that's a terrible idea, why would we do that, right? You yep. do it in a way where, listen, here's I here's how I can get you what you're looking for, but and also we're staying in the parameters of where we need to. Uh, yeah, and that's a, that, you know that's that's also the beauty of service now. I mean, yes, there's there's literally, I mean, I'm sure there's some, but there's not much you can't do. Yes. There's some module, there's some or scope app. I mean, mm -hmm. there's there's ways to cross the finish line. There really, really is. It's just. Yeah how much do you want to consume or can you consume without overly customizing? I mean, back to that discussion. So that's the part I really love when I took on the ServiceNow journey of looking at the power of that platform. It is, yeah. as you guys know, it is, it is incredible. Yeah. Um, it's, it costs money clearly to, to, to do things, but you know, if you have enough uh, buy-in from, from your customers on what they're after and produce good solutions, you know, they'll, they'll pay for it. And that's one thing I've also learned is to make sure we give them those options and costs, you know, cost benefits and, and that whole cost analysis. But at the end of the day, we know ServiceNow can do pretty much anything. Yeah. It's just trying to understand what they want and what we can provide without getting ourselves in a pigeonhole of customization. <laughs> that's the yeah. game, right? Exactly. And I'll tell you, when I was consulting and developing and stuff, almost every single time when I would say, I'd go there and say, ServiceNow can't do that. Or, you know, I'm about to say that. And I, I'd say probably 90% of the time, uh, it, I would be, you know, stand corrected, stand corrected. So I, I taught myself then, okay, let me not, bef before I do my diligence, let me never say that because uh, sometimes I've just, you know, over the years, I've just, I've been amazed uh, about some of the things ServiceNow can do that I just yeah. didn't expect it to. Yeah. Well, especially, I, I you know, for me at least, <laughs> I don't know if it was Romish, but somewhere around Rome, maybe be a little before Rome. ServiceNow really <laughs> did some great things. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It's a, it was, yeah. Light bulb moments of, oh, wow, you guys yeah. do that now. And then, of I course, we keep expanding to that. But yeah, I, I've really enjoyed, yeah, post Romish, maybe it's New York, but but somewhere in that range, it's it's been, I mean, it's hard for anyone out there to, to deny that it yeah. truly is a solid platform. And can do pretty much anything you want. And then from us on the back end coding it, it's yeah. really not that hard. It's no, like the coding's one thing and the development. Mm -hmm. But I think a, another challenge with ServiceNow is just understanding all there's so many tools at your, you know, that you can leverage. It's just knowing like all the options in yeah. knowing and there's in knowing the best way because there's like five different ways. You give me a challenge. There's five different ways I can do it. There's five ways I can make a failed read only, but there's one best way for your use case, you know? So yeah. I think a lot of that is, is the skill set that a lot of consultants have now is just knowing which tool to use out of the tool bag, which, uh, you know, which solution to provide just, yep. you know, given all the, all the opportunity you have to, to leverage solutions, you know, loving this conversation, by the way, I think we could, uh, probably do this all night. I'd love to, <laughs> but I'd love to hear a little bit of, of um, your experience with glide fast, mm -hmm. why glide fast and, um, you know, definitely some positives, uh, about working. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's funny segue into what you just said. I mean, there's yeah. so much that service now has to offer 
and at least from from my journey here at Gainwell, it's 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 been you know fa- fast and furious. I mean, we we yeah. have to build this thing quickly. You know, HHS isn't slowing down, and in fact, with COVID and, and some of that stuff b- behind us, um, we we tracked all that. I mean, we were very very integral in that whole you know dynamic the last couple of years. So we've been on a fast pace course to get service now to, to meet our customers needs. And we, and we support the bulk of those HHS state agencies out there. Yeah. So having said that, that, you know, we have to not only move fast, but, but with the solutions ServiceNow has to offer, I don't have the resources or even the expertise to be quite honest on, on some of the stuff that we know we can do, Yep. but we don't have the, the manpower or, or expertise to do it. So lean on people or folks like you guys with GlideFast. And it's been a good journey. I'll, I'll admit to that. It's, you know, like any any third party engagement, you know, it's kind of kind of clunky in the beginning. But uh, once you kind of get your feet wet and, and everyone kind of understands what's going on, you start making some serious progress. Yeah. Done that with you guys, of course. I mean, it's been about a two year journey thus far. Yeah. Wow. And it's been very, very good for me personally, because yeah. we are crossing the finish line, getting some good stuff done. But having to lean on your team for that expertise that we don't have. You know, wow. and, and and I love that because yeah. I come from the school, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty smart guy, I think, but I, I don't know everything and I don't claim to know everything. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> but, but, you know, if someone else out there knows it, let's tap into their, their, yeah. their brain power, right? Yeah. And we do that with you guys and we do it quite well. And and I do appreciate and thank you, Mike, for you and the team and the support because we've thrown you guys some some pretty good curveballs and you guys have always been there to, to help us, you know, work through it. We love the curveballs, and I'll tell you, Bob. Like that's that's what's great about Glidefast is like, you know, when from day one, I always wanted to be surrounded with people smarter than me. I mean, you know, I'm I'm maybe I'm the most passionate, the loudest person, you know, waving the Glidefast flag there, but I'm like the least intelligent one here. Like, you know, and it's especially with service now. I mean, I'm there's nobody in the world. I'm convinced because I I know a lot of experts that knows the entire platform. Yeah. It's impossible. Agreed. There's no way you can have the front end experience and the expertise, the back end, the infrastructure, you know, the process specific areas, industry now, which is what makes it fun and, and is what makes uh, an opportunity for, for a great market and um, a nice competitive market as well. So, yeah. all right, Bob, what's, I always like to ask one thing you can leave uh, our audience with some advice. Uh, you're all obviously extremely successful. So, we always like to pay it forward. Do you have any advice for people want to maybe move up in their career like you have and reinvent themselves? Ooh, that's a tough one, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think keep an open mind. I mean, that's you know, it's 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 like anything in life. You know, there's challenges and there's changes, and we as humans sometimes have that difficult yeah. uh, uh, play of I don't want to change. I'm I'm in my comfort zone, whatever you want to call it. And I would just say, you know, don't, don't, don't do that. I mean, it's, it's actually kind of good to get out of your comfort zone, you know, push yourself a little bit, reinvent yourself if you need to. And the other side of it is, and I'm, and I know we're talking service now, but let's not discount. It's a pretty strong platform and there's a lot of opportunity if you have that service now background, whatever that may be. Right. So I, I would definitely tell people, you know, don't, don't be shy, don't be scared and, and truthfully, you might want to think about jumping on that ServiceNow bandwagon. I mean, if I could go back again and kind of redo some things, heck, I'd be I'd be a coder sitting in my in, in my house, 
making good bank and just coding, <laughs> not yeah. worried about the political stress I deal with. But, but yeah. uh, I would say just keep, keep, keep an open mind is w- what I would say to people is, you know, I've, I've definitely adjusted and changed my career over, over time. And, and truthfully, the stuff I learned, whether it was being a server admin or a network, you know, engineer back in the day, that all kind of helps today, even with working with service now. So yeah, keep an open mind would be my, my main thing. And don't, don't be scared to, to branch out. And even if you, you tip over, it's not a mistake. It's a learning opportunity. And I always kind of play it that way of, of learn, learn as you go and, and improve as you go. Love it. Bob, thanks so much for joining us on an episode of Glide Chat. Make sure you subscribe to us on LinkedIn and on YouTube and uh, everyone have a great day. Do you have a topic in mind that you'd like to discuss? Reach out to us at GlideFast.com and subscribe to our podcast for new episodes. Thanks for listening.